Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 486, Cecil. Do you know that there is a relatively limited number of seats still available for our live show? Oh my gosh, they're still available? There are. I'm, I'm as shocked as you are now. Unreal. Let's be clear, there Unreal. are no tickets left for Platinum Night. No, no, Platinum but Night. But general admission tickets for our live citation needed in New York yep. are still available. How many shows are we doing again? I two, forget. Two shows. Two shows. Two. What? Two podcasts each show, and they're going to be different. So a total of four podcast episodes will be recorded that night, and there will be two at the first show and two at the second show. I mean, four you different episodes. Four, not to go. Four different episodes. <laughs> four different episodes. And we know what a couple of those are right now. Um, and so it'll be a fun night. We're going to have a good time. They're going to be New York-centric They topics. are. They are. You, so, look, if you like Citation Needed, uh, and you do, because it's a good show, you should buy tickets to this thing. And if you live really far away, you should buy airplane tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because you, you it, do. Or just start driving You will now. need something. You will need, I don't know how you're getting yeah, there. You will need something. You can but hitchhike. You I and mean, that's how people got the Woodstock. And this Man, will be like Woodstock. It'll be a cultural event like Woodstock. I just did, but for that's podcasts. A little, that's somewhat overblown. What was <laughs> where the Hell's Angels stabbed actually, everybody? It was more like that. <laughs> Altima. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm going to stab at It's least not one in person. Chicago. <laughs> I said stab, not shoot. Not shoot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's not a, in London. It's not in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, I want to start the show tonight with a little curveball, something oh, that you didn't find, what? but it's something I know you're going to love. Um, I don't know if you saw I saw this. <laughs> so, uh, this, is, this is something that I saw today, and I knew you saw it too. Oh, my God. This is so great. Yeah. This is so great. This is... The, the the witch of the White House or whatever. <laughs> the White Witch. <laughs> Williamson. Oh gosh. She now th- this is great because she does she does clarify. She sends a tweet out. Mm-hmm. Um and it's basically like the holistic version of the hillbillies we were laughing at in the is. last here episode. Here it is. So here's what she says. Uh the Bahamas, Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas. Interestingly, not Alabama. Alabama's not in there. We'll talk about that later. May all be in our prayers now. Millions of us seeing Dorian turn away from land is not a wacky idea. (laughs) Wacky idea? It's a creative use of the power of the mind. I feel like I need one of those horns. (laughs) It's not a wacky idea. Honk, honk, honk. (laughs) I love it. She's like, this isn't crazy. Oh, this isn't nuts. Incidentally, this is crazy. Two minutes of prayer, visualization, meditation for those in the way of the storm. So the end of it sounds like a thoughts, prayers, and meditation. Yeah. 
which is 33% more fucking useless to fix a problem than just thoughts. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's another whole thing I have to do that's useless. Right? Right, yeah. Oh, I'm going to meditate about it. Okay, well, when you're done paying attention to your breathing, maybe you can pack some shit in the station wagon (laughs) so we can evacuate. This is the, this lady though, constantly like throughout there, if you dig through old Twitter history, there's a lot of this stuff out there where she talks about like, all we need to do is have the power of the mind. And when she was on stage, she's like, the power of love compels you. The power of love compels you. Or whatever the fuck she said when she was waving the fucking like, cross at the camera at fucking Trump. Like, you know, she's, I can't believe yeah. that she somehow got on the, like, got on that stage. Like the, the way she got on that stage, those must've been like supermarket signatures, right? Those right, must've yes. been like people who just said, I don't care. Yeah, sure, sign my name to it. Because if she talked to somebody for 30 seconds, I would be like, you shouldn't even be out, let alone running for president. This is like the rent is too damn high guy. Yeah. Like you're just, you're looking around like, how are you here? Well, I want to go. Yeah. Like next next time there's an election, I want to do whatever it takes. Can you imagine how fucking amazing it would be to look around on that stage and be like, there's no way I win, but I... Am standing here. <laughs> Could you? I'll tell you what we need to I would do. Fuck that shit Here's up. what we need to do. You and I need yeah. to get those hats like that guy from Idaho. Yeah. And we'll be on either side of the stage and we can argue about whose basement apartment is worse. <laughs> that, was <the> best <laughs> that was, you guys, there was this, there was this debate. It was like a debate. Yeah, I guess. It was Idaho. Yeah. And it was for maybe governor or yeah. senator, who knows? Whatever. And I, King I of Idaho. barely has a functioning government, right? So <laughs> Potato wrangler, <laughs> whatever it is that they do. So head Pringle or yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Pringle comes. <laughs> and there's this guy. Once he pops, he can't stop. <laughs> He's just shooting everywhere. He's just jizzing everywhere. That uh, would have that would actually if you want to jizz everywhere, <laughs> you can go to Eve.com. Type in Gloria checkout. Get 50% off almost any item. Bunch of free stuff and free shipping. Anyway, Tom, you're saying. So we, we gotta find this video and put it on our site, but like the 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 Contestants, because it's a goddamn game show. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, a game it's, show. You're not a the the one guy starts relaying a story about, and he's like wearing like fingerless gloves and dressed up as like a gay biker from like Blue Oyster Cult or something. You remember this? And he's, he's like, like, like <laughs> what's the last time you saw fingerless gloves anywhere? <laughs> unironically, like, unironic yeah. fingerless gloves. Right. Like where you're just like, yeah, no fingerless gloves. You're like, what is this? What are you fucking in a fucking <laughs> Oliver Twist? What is happening <laughs> and he's he's relaying this story about like living in his friend's basement it's, it's he's, amazing he's drunk and he's high and he's just like oh. he is a contestant for the fucking so, price is wrong i'm gonna see if i can find this video before this this post and i will post the link on this week's show notes take a minute and watch i don't know how long it is i don't know how long the videos we might have found a super cut of it i don't think we yeah. watched the whole thing no but it is amazing. And the other guy was just this like 900-year-old man with a Bible he kept oh my reading. God. He'd get asked a question and just be like, Ephesians, Carthaginians, <laughs> and Pringles, <laughs> chapter one. The ruffles haveth ridges, saith the Lord, or whatever. Fucking and there's nonsense. like one normal dude just look like he's, <laughs> he's rubbing his hands know, together like, the entire he's, time. He's just like, all yes. I have to do is not pee myself. <laughs> I win if I control he's my just, bladder. In his brain, he's like, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, don't say fuck. <laughs> fuck! Oh, damn it! Damn it! 
Oh, Mary oh. Williamson is fucking amazing, though. I'm glad. I'm. She's not in the next debate. She's not in the on the on the stage for the next debate. At least that's what I saw for the next debate, which is next week. By the way, if you're around on Sunday, this is going to be releasing afterwards, so you can watch the, the video that happened already. But our plan is to rate all the ten people that are running on that live stream that we're doing this Sunday. So if you're if you're a patron, you can catch it because this will release before the live stream on Sunday. But you can also go back and watch that video because we hopefully will have rated yes, every single one of these, every ten of these in the rating system to then talked about I'm, each one. I, I'm I'm Hickenlooper and Inzy are my number one and two. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're not running anymore. <laughs> all three of them. All three of them. Oh. Uh, there was never going to be a President Hickenlooper. No, there was never going to be a President Williamson either. No, no. And it's funny because what they did was the the right saw her. And they laughed at her and they thought she was hilarious. But newsflash, so did the left. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody thought she was a joke. Yeah. You know, I, I I saw a couple of articles after she went that was like, no, she's right about how you beat Trump. And I'm just like, she's not right about anything. Like, she's not right about a single thing. I, at some point, I can't hear you anymore. Yeah. Like, I, if you say, like, six fucking stupid things and the seventh <laughs> thing you said is brilliant, yeah. I've checked the fuck right. out. I'm done. Right? I'm, I'm done. I'd like to buy your deadliest gun, please. Aisle six, next to the sympathy cards. Whoa, careful there, Annie Oakley. I don't have to be careful. I got a gun. Sorry, the law requires a five-day waiting period. We've got to run a background check. Five days? But I'm mad now. Yeah. I'd kill you if I had my gun. Yeah, well, you don't. So this story comes from Fox. So I, Interesting. That, and that's, that's, that's intentional. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. From foxnews.com. Texas gunmen had been ruled mentally unfit to buy firearms, use loophole on background check. Now, I actually hate the headline, right? Because it suggests that this is a loophole. There's no loophole here. This is an intentional thing that we do. A loophole that's a, is unintentional. That's, isn't that a felony? Isn't it a felony to do this or no? No, this is a... So here's what happened. Um, in, in, in most states, you are required, if you purchase a gun from a retail location, you're required to undergo do a background check. A background We've check, done that right? a couple times. We've gone through that. There is, in most states, I think in, in, I don't believe there's any states, but I could be wrong. In most states, there is no similar requirement for a private sale. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and, private sale. Because I've sold, I sold you a gun. Yeah. Without and, anything. With, you just, I just, yeah, you gave me the money I and I gave you, you the gun. And you handed yeah. a gun to me and I put it and, in my car. And then you murdered a whole family right. with it. Yeah, and well, then you filed the serial numbers off and threw it in a lake. That's why I bought it from yeah. you. I actually, <laughs> what I did, I filed the serial number and then I wrote your name on it. <laughs> I engraved and your, your social name. security <laughs> number. <engraved> your name. <laughs> <laughs> and you put, I hate the Wilsons. <laughs> threw it in there. Yeah. It's like that cop who had like, I'm going to shoot somebody on his oh, gun. Yeah, do you remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, I do remember that. And then he he's, shot somebody. And then he's, That's yeah. weird. Huh. Huh. Self-fulfilling prophecy. So weird. Like anyway. the guy who loves violence. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, a, you know, the word loophole is a mistake by Fox, right? Because That's, loophole yeah, you're right. implies like, oh man, I didn't see that coming. Right, right. The law was built to encompass everything, but yeah. somebody saw that like wiggle worm way through it. We've been talking about this for 30, yeah. 40 yeah. years. Like seriously, yeah. so long. It is an intentional structural piece of the system that I can purchase a gun from any private seller. That means I can go to a gun show. I can go to some dude on Craigslist. I can go to some dude at fucking I like guns.com. I can go to your house. I can buy a gun from anybody. And all you have to do is hand them cash and they hand you the gun. Yep. Which means that the whole fucking background check system that we have 
is just a fucking masturbatory jerk-off show. Yeah. It's meaningless, and we, we shouldn't even have it. Yeah. Because it lends people a false sense of security that only applies to the percentage of guns that are purchased directly brand new yeah. from a retail from a location. Retailer. Now, I have five guns. I bought two from a retail I'm gonna, location. I'm going to take that back, though, because in Illinois— I, so I was buying a gun from a guy in Ohio. Yeah. And in Illinois, you're not allowed to buy across state lines without a uh, a firearms dealer. Right. Right. And so I, the guy who was selling me the gun was like, just pay me $450 and I'll just give you the gun. And I was like, I don't break the law. I'm not going to break right. the law. I, I um, don't do that sort of thing. And I was like, so I'm willing to pay all the fees that go into right. this. I said, I would pay your fees and I'll pay my fees. And then I will collect the gun. How, how, and how it works is he has to go to an authorized firearms dealer in his state. He then sends me the gun to an authorized firearms dealer in our state. And then I have to go through the background check process to pick that gun up. Right. And then I pay them uh, the fee that they have to charge me because there's a fee for them to do it's this background check. And there's basically, a, yeah, it's like a broker thing. And I did that. I, that's how I got a gun, right? You couldn't do that. We could just have it so that's the law now, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, you're not allowed to do this anymore. You're not allowed to sell guns outside of the thing. And there is a, a national database. And if we find out that your gun is gone from you, that's you're just as culpable for those crimes as anyone else. If you want to sell your guns, then you sell them through this authorized dealership. And then they do the background checks. You don't have to do it. There's going to be a cut that goes to those people. But hey, that's job creation, right? Yeah. And so that guy gets paid a little and you guys decide your price and you guys hand your money off and then you sell it. Whether it comes in from another state or it comes in from this state, it should go to an authorized firearms dealer who then has to run a background check. Yeah, is it more bureaucracy? Too fucking bad. Too bad, man. It's a fucking deadly weapon. You can walk into a Walmart and shoot a hundred people's faces off in 30 seconds. Yep. It should be fucking controlled. It should be something that we pay attention to who gets it. That's important. Yep. Well, that guy in Dayton killed however many people he killed. I can't keep the numbers. No, I, at this point, yeah. I genuinely can't. At this point, it's like a bingo game. But the police were down the way. It was 30 seconds from the yeah. first shot to the time that guy was killed. Yeah. 30 seconds. And he killed like nine, nine people, people yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. In 30 seconds. Yeah. Because these things are insane. Like yeah. the, these, the, the weapons that are commercially available. And you just, you just buy that. Yeah. You just buy like, and like your story about like your buddy that you, like it, it's because it crosses state lines. Like right. We have rules on interstate commerce, which come into effect. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure your buddy could have just driven here. He, put in his trunk. He even told me, he said, just come here. Yep. I'll, I'll give me the money and just take the gun. Like he was like, we don't have to do this whole big rigmarole. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, is like, I'm a stable guy. He's a stable guy. Nobody's going to hurt anybody. Right. Yeah. And my buddy was just like, we don't need to do that. It's just a bunch of money going to some random dude. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to break the law. Right. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm not breaking the law, period. Yeah. It's perfectly legal to me. Like, I don't know if people know this and maybe you do, but like, it is perfectly legal to meet somebody in a parking lot. Yeah. And hand them a gun and they hand you cash yeah. and nobody knows. You can do that right now in Chicago. That's a legal yeah. thing. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I can't do that with my car. Yeah. If I sell you a car, I got to bring the title to that fucking car and I got to sign off on it and you got to take it to a place and you got to register it because who owns that car is a known quantity. Yeah. yeah. We have 300 million guns in this country floating around. You don't have any idea where most of them are. Nobody you knows. Know? You don't know. Nobody knows. What I, I don't even know where to look on my gun for a, ser so a serial number. Yeah, I... 
I wonder, and I'm curious about this. This is a question I have. Do you think that if there's some way that the Democrats start taking over power and I, 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 I'm not hopeful for gun control, right? I'm not right. hopeful for Maybe. gun control. It's not going to happen. But I, I wonder if the way, way you do it is instead just start taxing the shit out of everything that goes into guns. So you want to sell a gun? Great. It's $10,000. It's $10,000 to sell your gun. You got You want to sell it to somebody else? Yeah, you got to go through an authorized dealership and you got to pay a $10,000. The government's going to get that money. It's tax. It's right. tax on that sale. You want to buy a new gun? Sure, it's ten grand. You want to buy a box of ammunition? Sure, it's five hundred dollars. You want to, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like the the other people can pay what they want, right? You're gonna you're gonna get a, a the Benelli dealership's gonna go out because they're not gonna be able to sell any guns except for the fucking ultra rich people. Yeah. But you're not. You, I'll tell you what, you're gonna be starting to cut down the 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 amount of guns in this country. We deal with fucking cigarettes, right? We fucking we basically made that the type of thing that no one wants to do now. And they don't want to do it because it costs so goddamn much money. There were so many people I know that once cigarettes started going up to 20, I was buying them when they were $13 a carton, right? Yep. Back in the day. And then they started going up to 15, 16, 17, $20. I remember when I was at, it was about $20 when I quit. And I was like, right, I'm out of this. This started going up immensely. I don't know what they are now. I have no idea. But they are fucking, they are outrageously expensive because you're paying $10 a pack. It's got to be almost $100 a carton in Chicago. If you want to get a, a pack, a carton of cigarettes, right? It's an immense amount of money. We have outpriced those things to a, a, a level that's that's really. I mean, people don't just casually smoke anymore. Like right. you got to be in it to win it now, right? right? It's you don't a just, commitment. You don't just casually do it. Same thing can happen with these. You don't just casually own a gun anymore. Yeah. You can't casually own a gun. I think. I think. I think that. I, I'm right there with you. I don't think that the gun control is going to happen, right? And there's a lot of reasons, but I do think I agree with you that. Ammunition taxes yeah. would make a huge impact. Ammunition taxes, ammunition's so cheap. It's scary how yeah. cheap ammunition sure. is. Like nine millimeter ammunition, which is a very, very common. Yeah. It's 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 almost free. It's all, it's, it's it's almost as much as you would pay for the brass you're gonna. Right. Yeah. It is unbelievable yeah. how inexpensive that shit is. Um, you know, and I also think like the other thing you could do is just make a law that requires that you have to be insured. Yeah. Different guns. Like, like if I got to go get life insurance. So I, I recently got a new life insurance policy. I got to like send them my doctor's, you know, yeah, medical yeah. records. I got to jump through all these fucking hoops. And, and what they're doing when they get all my information is they're assessing a level of risk, right? So I think it would be a very reasonable thing to say, look, you can own a gun. Anybody that wants one can have one. But your gun has to be insured. And every gun you own, like every car you own that you intend to drive, has to be insured. And different guns will carry a different insurance premium based on- yeah, sure. And you got an you, AR-15, that's a big premium. Right. And like, I have an AR-15 and I have, you know, these factors that actuarial science deems as like likely to create a problem, then my premium is higher than somebody- else's premium might be, right? Insurance is actually the mechanism we could use to create pricing sure. restrictions. Yeah. And then if you don't have insurance on your gun, then, you know, it's a criminal offense. Yeah. It you, we could we could do things like real things that would matter that would still allow people to collect. Yeah. It would still allow people to hunt. It would still allow people to own a gun and feel safe in their home, although I think it's a false security. It's still allow sure. yeah. all those things. We still get to have all of our cake and eat it too. It's just that nothing's free of charge. I guarantee if they started to do that with all this stuff, I would probably either go gunless in my house or maybe have a single gun in my house then. If yeah. they're like, yeah, you got to insure it. I'd be like, I don't want to insure all these things. Like, right. I don't want to do that. Especially because like, 
I'm probably on the actual actuarial tables for being somebody who's like likely to do something with these guns. So it's like, well, why the fuck? Well, I'll just get rid of them. You know, yeah. I'll just get rid of them. So yeah, it just, I, I think that there's, there's ways that we could outprice it, right? You outprice it. Yeah. And then suddenly it starts going away. You just don't, there's nothing you can do again. Now, I may introduce an element of black market, right? So that people go over to like Canada and then they come here with like tons of ammunition and they sell them outside For and sure. things like that. Yeah. I might in introduce an element there. And I, there may also be something that I'm not, that I missed. Like, so someone might send a message and be like, yeah, but you forgot about X. And there's very possible. I just thought of this, you know, off the top of my head. So I don't know. But at the same time, I think there could be something that we could do to outprice him. Did you see what Terry, uh, what uh, Ted Cruz said this week? Did you see this? Ted Cruz sends a message to the crazy. He basically says, yeah, the gun laws in Chicago. That's, you hear that all the time. The gun laws in Chicago, blah, 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 blah. And then Lori Lightfoot sends a message back on Twitter. It's like, the, the people, 60% of the guns come from Indiana and keep our name out of your mouth. That's what so she great. said. <laughs> keep our fucking name out, out of your, your mouth. mouth. I love it. I said Chicago. Uh, she uh, would beat the shit. Uh, she would slap that fucking guy silly. Uh, I hate that argument. I see it all the time on the internet. I'll see it constantly. Oh, guys, if, Chicago's, if, if, if Chicago has all these bad gun laws and there's all these deaths, what about it? You're just like, one, Chicago doesn't have any more gun laws, right? So there's no, the only thing you can't do in Chicago is like buy a gun. Like you can't go and buy a gun at a dealership. There's no like Chicago-based gun stores. We just don't allow it, right? But you could, if you live in America, you have a car, you can even use public transportation. You can go somewhere else Uber and, buy a and gun. go somewhere and right. get a gun nearby. There's plenty of places right outside of Chicago to go I was gonna get say, a gun. Immediately outside the city limits are like, it's like yeah. the fucking Indiana yeah. fucking fireworks. Exactly. Displays. Exactly. And they're right there ready to sell you a gun. That's number one. Two, we don't have those laws, right? So they're saying like, oh, well, if they had more, because because their their concept is, well, if you guys had more guns, you know, like people could stop it. There's concealed carry in Chicago. I can carry a fucking pistol on the CTA here in yeah. Chicago. There's concealed carry. There's plenty of people in this city right now walking around with a concealed weapon legally. There absolutely are. And there was 15 of them in the class that we took. And there was, yep. there's, you know, probably 15 every couple of weeks, more than that. And just that location. And when I looked it up, there was at least 50 locations that were teaching that class. So there's you know, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, and hundreds yeah, yeah, thousands, yeah, you know, yeah. tens of thousands right. of those permits right. are in, in Chicago right now. So that that's just a fucking lie. And it's one of those old fucking things that they just like to throw out there because they think it means something. They're like, oh, but look at this statistical thing. And you're just like, yeah, but it, none of your, none of your points make any sense anymore. We're allowed to have all the guns we want and fucking most of the guns aren't even from here anyway. When also like, they use Chicago because Chicago has a reputation because of the high incidence of shootings in within the city limits, right? But what people who aren't from this area don't really understand is those are really isolated to a handful of very specific and small geographies, yeah. right? That's the west side and the south side of Chicago in certain neighborhoods. And only in certain neighborhoods. I'll tell you what, guns are not like uh, uncommon in those neighborhoods. A lack of guns is not the reason those neighborhoods right. are unsafe. There's plenty of people right? packing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the, the converse argument, which is like, well, if only everybody had a gun, everybody already has a gun on the West side. Yeah. Everybody already has a gun on the South side. That's already a thing. Yeah. That's part of why they're all shooting each other. They're using the guns they have. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you talking about? It's, it's, it, but, but, but the problem is that like, it sets up a narrative 
where there is a world of good guys and bad guys, yeah, right? Yeah. And sometimes in their world, oil and vinegar style or oil and water style, like the good guys who never really intersect with the bad guys. Oh, all of a sudden there's the bad guy. And then they're, you know, drawn in the street and all. That's not how anything works ever. Yeah. And if you have a viewpoint in the world where you use the word good guy or bad guy, you're an asshole. Yeah, you, you don't know how the you know how the world works. That is a stupid way That's to a think. dumb way to look at the world. I gotta say too, like there's been plenty of opportunities and plenty of gun crime that has happened around other people with guns. Yeah, there was a guy who was a trained like security guard or police officer, or whatever, who wouldn't go into that one place. Do you remember this? They got fired for it. He wouldn't go into the active shooter situation. Right. He was like fuck that. Yeah, there's all the times there's good guys. There's good guys with guns at a lot of these mass shootings. And like the thing is like. I didn't get trained. We both got the concealed carry thing. They didn't train me to not be scared of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if somebody shoots a gun at me, my body's going to be like, ah, run! You know, yeah. like, it's not going to be yeah. like, yep. we should stand and fight, partner. Yeah. You ever had a gun pulled on you? Uh, I had a gun waved at me. Okay. So, yeah, I was at uh, my buddy's, uh, near my buddy's mom's house, fixing my car. And the drunk-ass neighbor came over with this great big-ass fucking hand cannon and he's waving it and asking us who we are. And the gun is wavering. It wasn't Jesus. pointing at yeah. me specifically. It was waving back and forth amongst myself, my buddy, and this guy who was fixing my car. My window broke. So, and he was, you know, his kids are driving down the street too fast. And he's waving this fucking hand cannon at us. And he tucks it in his fucking waistband, all of like, Jesus, like his actual yeah, waistband. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a fucking 357 style, yeah. like giant revolver yeah. and the dude is drunk as fuck but he was like protecting his cul-de-sac or oh my whatever god how you? crazy yeah when i was a kid i was walking down the street with two friends and these teenagers jump out of the car and they scream get on the ground and one of them had a gun in his hand and he pointed it at me and then he pointed at my friend he said get the fuck on the ground and my buddy dropped on the ground and i just ran I just fucking ran as fast as i could i just didn't even i didn't even look back i just ran as Probably fast as i thick. could and I, I, to this day, I don't know because that scared him off. When I ran, he he was like, oh shit. And he like got back in the car and like drove away. Uh -huh. And so, because I ran immediately to a payphone. This was back when we had payphones yeah, back in the right. day. And <laughs> I ran to a payphone <laughs> and I called the police immediately. Know, knowing how you grew up, the police probably arrested yeah. you for yeah. reporting <laughs> well, it. Well, what was funny was, what was funny was, um, he and I were walking and the guy screamed, did that <laughs> stuff and ran off. And I think that I don't know if it was a real gun or not. I have no idea to this right. day whether it was a real gun or not. It was dark. I have no idea whether it was a real gun. It could have been a BB gun. It looked real to me. Sure. But he pulled the gun and he put it in my face. And I will contend that it doesn't matter whether it was a real gun or not. I reacted as if it was a real gun. Sure. I did exactly what I, I just ran as fast as I could away from it. I was like, I'm never, I'm just like, I didn't even look back. I just ran like it was total fight or flight. And I was like, fight, flight all day and twice on Sunday. <laughs> I was like, flight, flight, flight. And my buddy's right. on the ground. I'm just like, fuck my buddy. <laughs> but he laid you down. You want to shoot somebody. He got down right away. He he put his hands behind his head and he laid down on the ground. And I was like, fuck you. And I like ran. I was like, I'll just, I'll take one in the back, I hope. And, just, just, and I'll live. But I just, I was. Harder to shoot a moving target. Yeah, I ran as fast as I could. I was like, yeah. I was bold. That was maybe about 12 or 13 yeah. at the time. Yeah. You, you don't think when you're like, yeah. when you're, when you're fucking deeply scared, yeah, like you're done thinking. Yeah, no. Like whatever your yeah. body did, you're like, huh, well, I'd like to catch up to my body tomorrow. 
I'm going to ask it what we just did. Yeah, like yeah. you don't have any control. Yeah. And that's over that. why when they talk about all this stuff, they're like, "Oh, you need this guy." And they're like, "Yeah, in your Rambo fantasy, uh -huh, right. you're just like, yeah." And then he'd pull his gun out, and I'd be like, "Is that all he got, son?" And then I'd pull out my gun and lick it, and be like, la, la, la. <laughs> and then boom, and I'd shoot him, and then I'd blow the smoke off, and I'd tongue the hole, and I'd put it back. But you know what I mean? Like that's this fucking dumbass fantasy know. they have. I, I was, I was out shooting a few weeks ago with, with a friend of ours. And um, so like the gun I have is from the concealed carry, right? So it's eight shots or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, that's a fun gun to sure, shoot, right? Sure. Um, and the, the gentleman I was shooting with his gun, oh, I don't know, holds a trillion bullets yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like smaller or bigger. I don't remember which. Sure. He's like, yeah, you know, like that little pocket pistol that you've got. He's like, it'd be fine. You know, if something like one-on-one, -on -one, but what if there's like a Walmart style thing? And I'm like, the Walmart thing is with your gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the way your gun is the guy I'm afraid of yeah, that yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. hiding like among the pool toys. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pocket Fuck pistol. That. It's a, I have a 40 caliber Glock. It's, it's like a it's big a gun. It's a big gun. <laughs> so like you have no idea. Yeah. Like if I, if somebody's shooting, like I'm running away. I'm throwing like around. bouncy balls I'm or whatever. sticking around. I'm, I'm throwing a that. smoke bomb. Right. Like fucking ninja. Like, <laughs> poof. So like smaller yeah. people. Exactly. Right? Has this ever happened to you? Um, man, I think I, I think I broke my dick. Never again. It used to be that high quality sex toys were too expensive to afford, oh. resulting in terrible injuries. Oh God, I... Seriously, there's a lot of blood. But now, with AdamandEve.com, if you use the code GLORY at checkout, you can get 50% off almost any item. Still, with the high cost of shipping. Oh my god, seriously, this is terrible. Look at all this blood. No worries, Cecil. By using GLORY at checkout, you also get free shipping. That's not all. You get free gifts. So I broke my dick for nothing? Not for nothing, Cecil. For science. What does that even mean? I don't know, but the internet thinks it's funny. What am I going to do about my broken dick? Like anything else that's broke, just set it and forget it. This story is from Newsweek. After Texas shooting, Fox and Friends guest blames gun violence on decline in Christianity. No morality without religion. Yeah, this is a common theme that's been popping up on these uh, these shows. There's a couple of these um, these videos. I can't play the video for you right now. Um, the video is busted on this on this page. But um, but he has he has a lot of things to say here. Tom, do you want to read some of the things he has yeah, to absolutely. say? Absolutely. So this is this is Tony Perkins. Um, he's the president of the Family Research Council. So he's actually been on the show, uh, unbeknownst to him, yeah, a yeah, number right. of yeah. times. Yeah. Um, so here's here's what he has to say. He says it's tragic, and at some point we have to realize we have a problem as a nation. So far, I agree. Right, yeah. Okay, so number one, we're good. Right. And the problem is not the absence of laws. It's an absence of morality. Eh. Huh. Which is really the result of a decades-long march through the institutions of America driving religion and God from the public square. Okay. Uh, hmm. So one thing that you can look at to sort of decide whether or not it's more dangerous now mm -hmm. would be violent crime. We could look at that. Would be a numerical indicator. Yeah. And violent crime's been example. down for was it seventy uh, in the late seventies? It dropped. It's been dropping ever since the late seventies, and it precipitously declined in the nineties. Yeah. and it has 
continue, continue to, to decline. To decline. Yeah. Now, these things are still happening, right? These these mass shootings are mass still happening. Mass shootings are a different kind of yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. These aren't these aren't the types of crimes that rack up a ton of body count. They just rack up a ton of eyes. Yeah. Mass shootings in comparison to all the other deaths. And even if you just look right. at gun deaths yeah. in general, yeah. the mass shootings don't don't take up a huge portion of that. In like relative and, percentage and, terms and, against overall gun. And deaths. I do want to take, I do want to say mass shooting in the sense of like one of these televised events that we have. Not a three or more, right? And, not, that's and the, not a south or west side of Chicago one either, because you could get six or seven people shot in a weekend here. Barely makes the news. Do you remember like so I don't know, I remember, I don't remember, forgive me. I don't remember if we talked about it on the show, but like the same weekend that we had the two mass shootings in Texas. Yeah. Um, or the, the mass shooting in Texas and the, and the one in Dayton. That same weekend, there was a mass shooting at a park in Chicago on the west side. And like, I don't even remember how many people were shot. I think only one person died. But yeah. that, that might have been part of the yeah. thing. But it's like, yeah, well, those are gang members and they just shoot each other. And so we don't give a shit. We expect it. You know, and I, and I, I want to I, I make a point of clarification. Like, it's not, you know, like, I, I want to recognize that like, there have been mass shootings in black churches. There have been mass shootings yeah, at yeah. like of like Hispanics at Walmart. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. And they do get a lot of press and they get a lot of attention. I think what differentiates that from something like what we see on the south and west side of Chicago is there's a social concept that those people somehow have it coming, that they live in a criminal neighborhood. Yep, they deserve it. And so yep. they are also criminals. Yep. It's it's like, well, it, it's sort of like the... Um, uh, jail mentality, you wouldn't be here yep. if you hadn't done something yeah, you, wrong. You're in the right? wrong place the wrong time. Yeah. And we treat poverty that way. Yeah. You wouldn't be in a poor, shitty, rundown, you know, uh, violent neighborhood if you were not the kind of person yeah. that belongs in a poor, shitty, sure. violent, sure. rundown neighborhood. Yeah. And so your life has less value. You, uh, We don't value life in the same way. Life is cheaper. Yeah. Like literally cheaper in those areas. Yeah. And so we don't cover it because when we don't cover it, I think in the news implicitly realizes like, well, no one's going to give a shit. If no one's gonna, it's not clickbait that anyone cares about. Yeah. No one's going to like yeah. watch that on the news because we don't feel sorry for those yeah. people because you don't see them as people the same way. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I think the sad fucking Sarah McLaughlin dog sure. would get more fucking tears. You bet, you bet. Than a, yeah. than a little, yeah. than, than a than a fourteen year old black kid. Yeah, you're not going to scroll past that when you see it on Facebook, but you will scroll past the gang violence one. Yeah, you know, you won't scroll past the I saved this puppy and fostered it, but you will. Yeah, scroll, you'll scroll past right. the. You know, that's a tragedy. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely that's a fucking a tragedy. tragedy. I I wonder. You know, when we talk about this story in particular, that you know, there, there's you know, it's the decline of Christianity. There's been a couple of people who've talked about this sort of thing, the decline of Christianity. You know, we're not praying in schools, and we're shooting up these schools now, is what you know most of these people are saying. And you know, I do recognize that more and more people are doing this, but I think I don't. It has nothing to do with morality. It has everything to do with publicity. It has everything to do with how we consume this as a country, how we look at this as a country and how we want to see, you know, there's this 24-hour news cycle that needs to be fed. And these people know they're going to have longer than 15 minutes. It's a lot longer than 15 yeah. minutes nowadays. They're going to have several days on the news cycle. And, you know, they did the right thing when they had that person in in New Zealand where they didn't mention the person's name and they're just, you know. And they're doing that again the, the in the most recent shooting. Don't remember where it's at anymore. Texas again. Sure. The most recent Texas shooting, 
they're not, they were not releasing the guy's name and picture. Yeah. They, they were just like, yeah, fuck that noise. Yeah. The guy who shot everyone on the roadway yeah. this last week. I hope that they do that more often. I yeah. hope that becomes the, the standard practice where we say, you know what, we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to release the person's name and, fo and photo. The, the, what, the, what we need to do is make sure we don't reward them with what they really want. Yeah, we, we shouldn't encourage murder celebrity. Yeah, that's exactly right? it. Yeah. And that's it's a it's a it's a fucking crazy thing that yeah. we can create murder celebrities. Yeah. And like yeah, so uh, going on, Tony Perkins says, and this part is is just kind of unbelievable. The show's asked host asks Perkins, you know, what do we need to do as a country? And he says, I'm willing to sit down with the left who say, I don't want to hear any more about your prayers. Well, I agree. Praying alone is not enough. It's time to act. It's not just about having a conversation about restricting those who should not have guns, criminals, but it's also a discussion of the absence of a moral core in our culture today. I read that and I thought like, that's still saying nothing. Yeah. That's still like, what, the, here, here's the difference. If I take away people's guns, they physically don't have a gun. Yeah. So make them less dangerous. Declaw these motherfuckers. Yeah. Declaw them. Take away, like there was a guy, you know, people pointed out like there was a guy in China who went on a stabbing rampage and like stabbed like seven kids. And I thought, yeah, great fucking story. I bet he wasn't stopped in 30 seconds. What if that fucking guy in China had had a gun? Because yeah. the guy the guy in Newtown that had a gun shot 20 kids. You're always trying, like policy never gets everything 100% right. It narrows the funnel, right? That's all we can yeah. hope to do with 320 million people is narrow the fucking funnel. I don't want to have a conversation about the moral core yeah. of America. Let's, let's have that conversation after we've taken the guns away from people who want to shoot people with them. <laughs> exactly. Then we'll talk. Yeah, it's like it's like when your kid does something, you're like, I'm not giving you the iPad back. You're not getting the iPad right. back for a week. You're grounded from your guns. Right. You don't get any more guns until we can prove that we can use the guns responsibly and not spend $100 on an in-app purchase. Right. Then we... <laughs> it's like, yeah. I am going to tape your fucking hands together. Yeah. And then you can't break my shit anymore. Yeah. And then we'll talk because yeah. the other way isn't working. The other way is We've not. We've talked this no. out. We've talked this through to we're fucking every single color. We're, we've talked this through to we're red, white, and blue in the face. It doesn't make any difference. Before I begin this month's apology, I just want to announce we have brand new merch, Jack Gang, starting at $70. I need to apologize for putting stairs in all of the wheelchair ramps. I'm sorry I called all of your moms fat. I'm sorry for monetizing my previous apology video. I'm sorry for running up to old women and screaming, you're next, while holding up the obituaries. So this story is interesting. This is from thehollywoodreporter.com. YouTube removes 17,000 channels for hate speech. And like, I thought about that for a second. That's not 17,000 videos. Yeah. That's 17,000 channels. 100,000 videos. That is, I thought that's also removed 100,000. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. addition to the 17,000 yeah. channels. Wow. So I thought this was great news, right? Because we've, we've talked about this uh, on, on a number of occasions. Like there is a, there is a new public square, yeah. right? There, there is a new public square. And the problem with it is that it's not public. It's a private square that is free to use and which is, um, functional, functioning, I guess, socially as kind of the, the marketplace of ideas. Um, and the rules are crazy and kind of the, all the fucking gloves are off within these things. And so all of the onus to police this shit falls on those who control 
these technologies, sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and YouTube has long been a place that, um, and its algorithms can help steer this, has long been a place that have driven people further and further into extreme views. Through sure. That, through, yeah, the, through yeah. the rabbit hole technology. Yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, you'd like this? You'd like this plus one. Yeah. You would like this plus one more. Yeah. And that algorithmic movement down the chain yeah. moves people's thoughts. Yeah. Um, and there's been so many examples and so many studies around sure. this. And I think it's really encouraging that we're finally taking a look at these things and saying, and doing more than just throwing up our hands and saying like, hey, I don't control the content. I just provide the platform. Yeah. There is no more meaningful differentiation between platform and content. Like you have a responsibility to manage that square. And I think it's it's encouraging. Yeah. A lot of people were initially... Uh, when they were getting banned and things like that, they were they were just getting demonetized initially, right? right? Because their demonetization algorithm was very liberal, right? So if you said anything, and and it still is, from what I hear, right? It's still it's pretty draconian. Yeah, it's right? pretty like yeah, it's it's right. really one of those things that you know the moment anything even remotely comes up that that they think they sh- that you, they sh- you shouldn't be making money off of, they will just cut. There's been people who have posted stuff online where they're like, yeah, I just did a fucking puppies and kittens video and it's got demonetized 30 seconds before it went up. You know, so there's like, that happens a lot. And I think that the algorithm always airs on the side of caution when it comes to right. that, like really hard. Uh, and from what I'm to understand, yeah. maybe too much. Yeah. And right. there's not really a good appeals process yeah. from what, I, like there's problems yeah. there for yeah. sure. I want to acknowledge. Absolutely. That. Yeah. And I, and I've heard a lot of that. I've heard there's been some real issues with that, but that was the initial thing that everybody was complaining about. And then they started, once Twitter started banning these people, right? And now YouTube start, YouTube banned InfoWars and then they started banning a few others. They started recognizing that these people are, they're making statements that they need to, that, that YouTube could then be somewhat liable for. Yeah. And I think that they're realizing that like, you know, oh, maybe I could be liable for something that they say. I've got to sort of cover our own ass. And like you say, it's not one of these things that you can just let your hands up and be like, sorry, we're like that bitch shoot or whatever it was, where it's like, you could just come on and be as racist as you want, wear your white hood and like fucking lynch somebody on screen. We don't care. Whatever it is, we're a bastion of free speech. These big, big markets, these big, big companies, they're like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to let you come on and say things. I know that there's going to be a pushback from some people who are going to say, well, who gets to, who gets to be the arbiter? Who gets to decide? And the, the answer is it's the company. Yeah. You can go to another company. You can go to BitChute, right? You can yeah. go to these other places. You can go to those. Oh, but nobody likes that. Well, then get it, get it's it popular. It's almost like nobody likes your hate speech. Yeah, right. Get it popular then. Right. If the, what you have to say is so popular, people wouldn't care where they had to go to get yep. it, right? If what you had to say was so important, people wouldn't worry that they just got it at your website. I think that they should let some of these racists come on though. They'll come back on. And if they do, you have a rule that you can do any racist content that you want, but it has to be with puppets. And I, think, <laughs> I think that would be that would be a great way to make sure that, you know, you keep it calm. You keep the comedy in there. Right there. You know? I think that's I think you hit on something yeah. there. Like yeah. Team America World Police style. Yeah. Like, oh, you could do puppet. Yeah. I was yeah. you're thinking marionettes. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like. Like hand puppets? Yeah. So instead of like Fozzie the bear, you got Nazi the bear, you know? <laughs> Just sw- Nazi the bear. Swa, stick a, stick a, stick a. Swa, stick a, stick a, stick. You know, you could do some fun stuff with that. Oh my God. Yeah. Dr. Teeth takes on a weird meaning. That's a weird meaning when you talk about Nazis, I think. <laughs> 
Dr. Teeth is very dark. Dr. Teeth is dark. That is super fucked up. Dr. Teeth is dark. You could have, instead of Elmo, you could have Guantanamo. all gold fillings. Look at that. That's all the whole thing. The whole thing's gold. all gold fillings. Yeah, he did have a lot of gold fillings. He had a grill. That guy had a grill. Yeah, you did. And it weren't his. Not a single tooth was his. Not a single tooth was his. I think, uh, to be honest, I think that that's, that's not an original idea. As I recall, there was a show called Wonder Chosen that had like all kinds of crazy shit that was For like, real? Supposed, it's supposed to be a kid's show, but they did all kinds of like adult content and stuff. Really? Yeah. Like it's like adult, it's like adult content, not like sexy adult content, but right. like, just like, just like, just like yeah, swearing right, and stuff, right. but it was like a kid's show. There's like, like a, there's like, like a one, so it was like structurally, yeah, visually, so it's like a visually show, a kid's like show. And then like was, one point there's like, there's like a song that the kids were singing called Slaves Built the Pyramids. And they're all dancing. And they're like slaves. So it's like, I know slaves didn't build the pyramids. Don't send me your email. But you know, I mean, like it was like, aliens. It was, we all know it was ancient <laughs> aliens. It's ancient aliens and not hairbrushes. Yeah. Because that guy. <laughs> that dude is amazing. What? What is that dude is something else. He looks, he seriously looks like a guy who's surprised to be on camera. I today. love that guy so much. All he, the time. He, he started out not looking like that. And then he eventually sort of kept getting worse and worse and his hair kept going up and up. We have a buddy, a friend of ours, who used to be, there's a, there's a judge show called Judge Mathis and it's an afternoon TV show. And a buddy of ours a long time ago told me the story that he used to be an extra on Judge Mathis. And so he I used to- I remember this now. So he used to go in <laughs> and he, at first he was just getting paid. He wasn't doing anything. And then, I forgot about and then he started every day he would make his hair like a little higher and then a little higher. And then instead he, he said at a, at a certain point, he looked like a lion's mane. Oh my God. He basically I just, love this he story. just posed. He just like, yes. he hairsprayed everything he could as high as he could. And it was like, he basically made a straight out. Like he like, he looked like Beetlejuice. He said, he was like the craziest look. And he said, they kept doing it until they finally asked him not to come back. <laughs> Just to be on camera in the background looking fucking. He's like, he's like, he's like, you could always find me. He's like, you could always find me in the back. I fucking oh, forgot about God. that. Oh my god, I love that yeah. man. These companies also at this point are recognizing that they have a financial liability, a financial obligation, yeah, yeah. to not become eight chan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because some shit like eight chan, like, and, and I think we both listen to it yeah, daily. Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit is not. It doesn't make any money. Yeah. A-chan is something that the creators of A-chan have to pay to keep up. Yeah. Like that shit is a poison. It is a financial poison. Things like YouTube make billions of dollars. Yeah. And they're not making billions of dollars because some asshole posts some crazy racist screed on it and then runs off and, you know, shoots up a nightclub or something. That's that's a it it is a good thing that the marketplace of ideas that the invisible hand, if you will, is steering us away yeah. from fascist, yeah. mean-spirited bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as soon as the fucking money principle gets involved, it's like, oh yeah, free Wait speech, free Wait speech. A Wait a minute, I'm gonna lose dollars and yeah. cents? Mm. Fuck free speech. Yeah. What we want is good content. Yeah. What we want is good content, curated content. That's right. what we need. That's what we need. Yeah. Tom, yes, sir. it's time to do a little uh, this week in Trump. <laughs> Hi kids. Welcome to This Week in Trump. He says some dumb shit. Let's get into it. So I am going to talk, we're going to talk, we're going to sort of shotgun style some of these stories. I'm going to read off a few of these. Uh, I'm not, I need to know that I'm going to read the headlines. I'm just going to tell you the main idea of a few things that happened this week with Trump. All right. Um, this week, Trump 
doodled on a weather map. <laughs> he, he, uh, he wound up congratulating Poland for, for the Holocaust. <laughs> He, he had no idea he, what was being said. He wound up saying that there can't be a recession because everybody's flush with cash. <laughs> and finally, this is more of a Pence thing. Pence stayed at his estate like three hours away from all the appointments and things that he had to do. And he flew to those appointments in a clear a clear money grab for Trump for the estate thing that he was doing. I got to talk about that one. Like what I love about that story is that like one hotel reservation mattered that much. Yeah, right. Like you, like you own this chain of hotels. Yeah, I know. International hotels. You're like, all right, I'm, 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 it's end of the month. I'm near yeah. my quota. Yeah. I'm going to need to fill that yeah. uh, double occupancy King room. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You can bring mother yeah. or whatever. And it's, not, it's not just that. It's like his whole staff too right, is there. Yeah, right. And it's like, it's it's not just one room. It's it's dozens of rooms right. that are being filled at a very expensive hotel. Yeah, this isn't right. a cheap hotel. This isn't like, this isn't the budget in. No, no this is a this Trump is, property. This They're is expensive. A, it's a five-star right. hotel with bed bugs. It's a, it's a <laughs> five. Yeah, his hotel's. There's been a lot of stuff coming out about it. Supposedly, yeah. Gross. Yeah, supposedly gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. bed bugs and like sewage in the pool and like all this like <laughs> Jesus Christ. nasty How shit. How disgusting would that be? You dive in and you get a baby Ruth in your mouth <laughs> and you come up. You're just like, that's not a baby Ruth. Like, uh, like this isn't the Chicago River. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> God, that would be so bad. I mean, you already pee in the pool, so it's not. <laughs> I mean, there's already like number one in there. It's just that there's number two in there. It's bad. Do you ever, you ever been at the pool and somebody shat in the pool? No. So my dad and I oh, went on this fishing trip. Now? Yeah. So my dad and I went on this fishing trip and like, it, we, we, so we drove up to Canada and we broke the trip up into two pieces. Right. And so, you know, it's a long drive and like my dad's an older guy. And so we wanted to like find a hotel that had a pool with like a hot tub so he could like sit and soak his bones or whatever. Sure. And so like, uh, we go and there's a pool and I jump in the pool first. My dad's over in the hot tub. And then all of a sudden I look up and everybody is like piecing out of the pool. And like some kid like deuced the pool. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh I'm still in the pool. Oh, oh God. Oh, like, oh, like, it's, God. Like a, it's like a fucking panic oh, in the God. disco moment. Oh, You're just like, oh my God. You're like banging on the side trying to get out. You can't get up. And, and the turd's slowly floating towards you. And you're like, oh God, oh God, get the chopper. Call the chopper. And it's making the, the jaws sound. The It happened at, at another Deuce public pool. pool. Yeah, this was at a hotel. Oh, Jesus. And so it's like, well now, okay, fucking that's foul as shit. Literally. Yeah, yeah. And then it happened at like a great big public pool. And the same thing. I like everybody's got to get out. Pool, huh? And they got to like drain it and like How does it nuke it from orbit oh, or whatever gosh. they have to do. Because trunks are tight, right? Like they right. normally have like a little thing on, like in a between, mesh? like a mesh that sort of sort of attaches to you. So I wonder if that like cheese grates the poo. <laughs> it's like through cheese cloth. It's like strained out. It's like a crescent moon. It comes out. <laughs> it's like spatzel. It's, it's pressed through like spatzel. <laughs> Shatzel. <laughs> uh.
<laughs> so this, stuff, this stuff has its own demigods. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, it's like that old oh, that God. old dog commercial with the the gravy where you put the, you put the, oh. the you put the the thing in there the the dry food and uh -huh. you pour the the water over what it, it turns that into called? gravy. Gravy train. Gravy train. Gravy train. I remember those commercials where the dog train. would chase around the little like <laughs> animated. That's what was in your pool was the gravy train. <laughs> and somebody just added water. <laughs> That's just seeping out. I swear to God, if that was one of my kids, oh. I'd just I'd just be like, cool, toss the kid in the pool <laughs> just, and leave. You just throw the kid into the suction part right. for the thing. Just, boom, boom. He's in the filter now. Whatever, I don't care. Uh, That's no. not mine anymore. You I just the pool. I disowned it. I'm out. I disowned like, it. That that Pence thing. Let's, yeah. let's start with that. The Pence thing is is crazy to me that you know, even like Liz Warren is saying, we want to see the records on why he stayed there. Like you know, this president is so brazen and he's done this a ton. Yeah. He's staying at his own resort constantly, paying his own resort exorbitant amounts of money. The amount of money he, you know, supposedly gave up uh, for being president, the $400,000. He's like, I donated my salary. And somebody had tweeted, he's like, I don't, I'm the only president to ever give up my salary for the presidency. And someone had tweeted, yeah, well, you've already golfed away 253 salaries. <laughs> you know, like, like the amount yeah. of money that he's spending on stuff like that is just obscene. But I get a feeling like, you know, maybe Pence didn't have a choice because I feel like Pence does a lot of things that he's told to do. You know what I mean? And he normally ends that ends that statement with yes, mother. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, can you imagine a world where yeah. he doesn't yeah. do what he's told yeah, exactly. to do? And, and I, th I feel like the vice presidency of Mike Pence is a giant game of mother may. I. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just this big game. He's, he doesn't feel to me when I first came in, I thought, oh, you know, maybe, cause you remember he debated that like mad scientist or oh, whatever. Yeah, Tim Kane or whatever. And nobody ever heard of. That guy was just like, ah! he's like screaming and weird. And anyway, that dude, that dude. I know, right? No nobody remembers him, right? He looks like, like a what, caveman what? in a suit. He looked crazy he as so shit, nuts. that guy. I forgot. Yeah, that guy him. was nuts. He was a guy everybody had to Google. Yeah. I don't care how much I, you yeah. followed politics. Yeah. You were like, nobody knew who he was. You picked the who with the you what now? The what now? Yeah, exactly. And that guy, I remember like when I saw him debate him, I was like, oh, you know, Pence to me felt like a much stabler portion of that ticket, like yeah. clearly a much stabler portion. But since then, I've just been like, no, I just think he's just, just a giant pushover. Like it just, it occurs to me now that he's a giant. And kind of a lot of people, when he first came in, everybody was like, oh, Pence is the one who's pulling all the strings. <laughs> he's the, and then you see it now, you're no, just like, no, no way, no, no way. No. no, he's not. No, he's not doing yeah. anything. He's not doing any of that. Okay, real quick, pop quiz hot shot. Mm -hmm. Shoot Who the hostage. Is, <laughs> yes, in this case, yes. <laughs> yeah. Who is the mushier personality, Ted Cruz or Mike Pence? It's Ted Cruz. <sighs> Ted Cruz on the stage was just like, I guess I'll support him. <laughs> like, and then he fucking his, his, uh, like he, he stayed up as straight as he could for an invertebrate for a moment and then melted back into himself. <laughs> That's what happened with Ted Cruz. Which that was, was more Republican. Oh, which one is, which one is, Pence more, is more afraid of women? Yeah, Pence is more so afraid too. of women. Cruz, Cruz, I think when you see how he interacts with his family, you're just like, I don't think he knows how to be human. I don't like, think he doesn't, he's met them. He yet. doesn't know. He doesn't know how to move this thing <laughs> right? yet. Right. So he is not sure how any of that works. So I feel like he's the quirkier guy, but he's yeah. also, I feel like he's the weaker guy, but I don't think he is a guy who know, doesn't know how to interact with him. And I don't think he knows how to interact with anybody. 
And yeah, that's true. I don't think it's specific. I don't to think women. it's specific right. to women. Yeah. But I think I think I think Pence is genuinely afraid of women. Yes. I think he's I think he's he's like his tiny little white balls shoot up into his body <laughs> whenever a woman comes within ten feet of him. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk for a second about. Um, the congratulations. <laughs> this is so, he so, clearly didn't know what the question was and tried to bullshit the yeah, question. Yeah, he tried to bullshit the question. So yeah. what happened was, is that he had said, <laughs> this is a great, <laughs> now I'm going to post this link. This is, this is an amazing, this Common Dreams is where we got a story recently that was excellent. It was about that perseverance porn. Mm -hmm. And this site is amazing. It's very good. And it's super scathing. This is the, just the title. Village Idiot offers congrats <laughs> to Poland for Nazi invasion that decimated their country and killed millions. <laughs> and it's so amazing. But he basically says, the way he, the way he phrases it, they ask him, they say, uh, they say, if you had any message for the long-suffering Polish people, he brightened and he said he had a great message. It was, I want to congratulate Poland. He said, Poland is a great country with great people. And it says, we even have some Polish people in our country. <laughs> we love our Polish friends and I look forward to being there soon. I congratulate you wholeheartedly. I'm being on, invaded on by being the Nazis. He's invaded. <laughs> September 1st, 1939 is the anniversary of the invasion of Poland by Nazi Germany. Great job, guys. Great job. Uh, so good. Oh you were invaded so hard. One time at work. No idea. One time at work, um, we invaded Poland. No, one time at work, <laughs> we were, we, I, I, we used to do this thing. We don't do it anymore, but we used to do it all the time. Every few days, a card would come across my desk and it would be a, a birthday card. It's a fucking, because everybody yeah. in the office has a fucking birthday and I'd always write the same thing. Happy B-Day. And I write my name. Like right. that's what I do yeah. every time. I'd have the same things because it was fast. <laughs> I wanted to do it fast and get <laughs> off my desk. I didn't even spell out birthday. birthday. I didn't even spell you, birthday. You don't care at all. I didn't want to, I didn't want to sign it. <laughs> many days, Tom, many days I would close my door. I, I would see them. You, I would see them down the hall and I'd be like, Clunk, <laughs> and I closed my door until they left. When people bring their kids in and they're like, look at my kid. I'm always like, clunk, I close the door. I never want to look at your kid. I don't care about your kid. I don't give a shit. Keep your kid at home. Nobody needs to see that. I don't bring my cats in. Fuck your kid. So anyway, like I shut the door all the time. But once in a while, they'd sneak through. And then we used to have some really <laughs> persistent receptionists who would knock on my door and be like, there's the card you need to sign. And be like, give me the fucking thing. And I go to my desk and I'd sign it, I go back. But anyway, I remember one time, I remember one time I got a card and I signed it. And then the next day, cause I never went to any of the parties. The next day they were like, did you go to so-and-so's going away party? And I was like, I signed it. Happy birthday. <laughs> I signed it. Happy birthday. I wish the person a happy birthday. And it was their last day there. What does it mean it wasn't almost on their birthday? I always feel like that's what that's what Trump did here. He gave him a he gave him a birthday card on the Holocaust Day or whatever. He's like, like it's like someone's in the hospital, like get well soon card. <laughs> you know, their dad dies, like a uh, sympathy card. Oh, You're like, Jesus. Happy birthday, burp derp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Somebody's baby is still oh, born. Happy God. birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not. It's just not. It's just uh, as bad as the Holocaust. Jesus Christ! Congratulations, oh, Congratulations on your Holocaust! Congratulations on your Holocaust! Oh Jesus, God. man, that's amazing. So he also um, this week 
he said, and this is an article from Rolling Stone where um, they talk about how uh. he said out loud, he said, I don't think we're having a recession, Trump told reporters. We're doing tremendously well. Our consumers are rich. I gave a tremendous tax cut and they're loaded up with money. Is what he said. <laughs> Everyone is flush with cash. So there's no recession. Isn't that, and, and he lied about, he lied about the phone call too with Trump, with China. He lied. He that, just made it up. He just made it all up. He yeah. said, oh, don't worry. I've got to, cause, cause the market was taking a shit on him over the weekend. Oh, big time. And he, he lied to make that up. So he could say, oh no, we got a, we got a trade deal coming. And he slowed that descent. Uh -huh. And then the market picked up afterwards, even after they found out it was a lie. And because the markets are insane. Yeah. Like the markets, just be clear, like the markets are fucking crazy and they just do things and nobody knows why. Yeah. Like they're just, just like, well, the markets, I don't know. Like they just, it's, it's fucking insane. It's betting on the ponies is what that shit is. It really is. Yeah. Like, oh, somebody yeah. burped in Alaska. The yeah. market tanked. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Everything is affected by the butterfly effect in right. that. Yeah. It's like, any tiny little thing. But then some days there can be like a like an amazing thing that you know for sure is going to dump everything and nothing happens. And you're just like, I, it doesn't make any sense at all. With, with the Trump stuff, like, don't you feel like this is just like 1984? It's like we've always been at war with Oceania. Oh, yeah, this in, this in particular. You're just, you're just kind of like, he came out and was like, China blinked. Yeah. He, this is basically what he said is like, we're in a trade war, we're in a standoff, China blinked. We had calls. They're eager to end this war. None of that happened. None of it happened. None of it. It's like saying like, we won the war. We're signing a peace treaty. Yeah. It's fucking V-Day. And meanwhile, like everybody's over still shooting because yeah. we're still, it's like, we're just saying things irregardless, regardless of the irregardless isn't a word, regardless of the facts yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And yeah. he's not in trouble for anything ever, no he, matter what. He can what. say whatever he wants and he can lie about stuff like this. One of the things he said, one of the things that's in this article, it says a study published by the Federal Reserve earlier this year found that 39% of Americans don't have enough cash on hand to cover an unexpected $400 expense. $400 is a lot of money. It is. It's a lot of money. And it, and and that can, you know, and, and but think about it this way. $400 is a lot of money, but $400 is not a major car repair. No, $400, $400 is a minor car repair. It's not even all four tires. $400 is a minor Emergency room bill. Very minor. Very, minor. very minor. Right? Yeah. $400. You know, you start thinking about all this thing. And, and I mean, $400 is a lot of money. It's a genuinely a lot of money. I'm not going to piss on $400. It's a lot of money to earn, not to spend. But I'm, yeah, but I'm going to say right now, if an emergency, when we talk about emergency things, emergency things don't cost $400. Like for, you don't get emergency things for four. Everything right. that you can get for an emergency <laughs> is thousands of dollars. Right. right. It's yeah. not hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I'm thinking back to like anytime something that you're like, holy shit, that's real significant bad news. It's like, that's that's going to cost four, five figures. I I took, I had a, my cat got sick earlier in the year and I took my cat to the emergency room and that bill was well over $400. I mean, it was a lot of money. I'm talking well, 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 well over $400 right. to take the cat to an emergency yeah. room. I couldn't imagine what would happen if, you know, it was a $4,000, $5,000, $10,000 bill that they got. They, you know, you just, that's immediate bankruptcy for some people. $10,000 would be immediate bankruptcy. For a lot of people. For a lot of people. Lot and, of people. and I would say clearly more than the 39% that couldn't afford $400. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, clearly more than that. But I, that's, that's hard for me to reconcile because 
everybody's flush with well, cash. Everybody's flush. Everybody's fucking making it rain because of the right. tax cut. Yeah, the tax yeah. cut that like I'm fucking, nobody can feel. I'm running my credit card up a stripper's ass because I fucking <laughs> I got so much goddamn money. I don't know what to do with it all. It's so funny too because everybody, everybody I talked to was like, yeah, I got fucked on taxes. I, yeah. I don't know how he can keep talking about how he got, he gave all his friends a tax cut. He didn't fucking give anybody a, the normal guy didn't get a tax cut. And if I did get a tax cut, I didn't fucking notice it. Yeah, it's it was an imperson acceptable difference in your bi-weekly yeah. paycheck. Yeah. And then it was a crushing yeah. at the blow end of the year. at the end of the at year. At the end of the year. Yeah. Finally, let's talk about the doodle. He drew on... He drew the head of a he penis. Drew, he, drew, <laughs> he drew the he head drew, of a penis. He drew dick butt on the thing. <laughs> That's what he did. He drew dick butt on the hurricane. So the gaffe was, he had said out loud that it was, that it was going to hit Alabama. He had said that right. out loud. And the problem is, is that he misspoke and probably meant Georgia. That's probably what he meant when he said it out loud, or he meant something else, right? Yeah, okay, but to be fair, all the toothless states do look alike. They do, they right? do, absolutely, yeah. With the lights off, they're all the same. <laughs> and they all have the lights off because they don't have electricity. They all smell the same yeah. in the dark, you know <laughs> but, what I mean? In any case, <laughs> what is that? Is that Cajun? What is that smell? Is that Tony Shasheries I'm smelling? That's like a dirty spice. <laughs> That's a dirty... Dirty Spice was my favorite <laughs> out of all those, out of the Spice Girls. Dirty Spice was my favorite. Oh, by far. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there is a Dirty Spice. I also like Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin was that Spice. One of them? <laughs> that was the redhead, right? <laughs> was there a redhead? I don't know. I don't probably. remember the spices. In any case, in any case, um, they all had a nice spice rack. But in any case, <laughs> in any case, he misspoke. Yep. But he's such a fucking raging narcissist <laughs> that he couldn't be wrong about it. And so he got a he he brought in five day old maps that showed that showed the thing wrong. Like novelty. No, yeah, checks they're science. giant giant fucking on like foam board. Like My science fair. Project. Yeah, they're science fair. Like boards, yeah. and then he, and then it's showing like a, and it's a series like a five day old map. He was showing, yeah. he was showing like a five day old map because people called him out on the Alabama thing. They're like, it's not going to hit Alabama. The National Weather Service had to come out and correct the president and right. say it is not going to hit Alabama. Everybody, Alabama, don't board up your houses. <laughs> Alabama, don't flee. It's okay. It's not going to hit you. They even said like it was never. You were never. You were in never any in any danger because it was going up the other side of the <laughs> peninsula. Like it wasn't even like close. Like it wasn't even. It's like saying like like New Mexico was gonna get hit by it. It's the same level the of ludicrous. It's the wrong side of the peninsula. But anyway, he says this stuff, oh, and then so he's great. he can't back down. Right. He immediately has to go tell people. No, they said that's what it was, and all the reports. You guys are wrong. He's gaslighting the entire oh, yeah. entire <laughs> nation. <laughs> And then he goes to extreme lengths to gaslight us by setting up the science fair board with a five-day-old map yep. that shows the, the the hurricane coming up, and it shows the the, the area of effect. This was already passed the at that point. Thing. Already had, already passed at that point. Most of Florida was not under that under that a watch right. at that point, and he pulled it out, and Florida was still in the white. Uh -huh. But he had drawn a black circle. On the edge of it, just like a dick butt, yep. just on the edge <laughs> to show that Alabama was also included. And on his desk, when he's giving the presentation, is a black Sharpie. That's the best it's thing in the world. Sharpie. It's like, it's like you walk in on your kid who has lit the room on fire and he has a torch hidden behind his right. back. Like an old timey pitchfork and torch behind his back. 
I love this is the president. He couldn't get somebody to Photoshop a different fucking chart that he can hold yeah. up. Yeah. Instead, he's just like, uh, you know what made that amazing sound? Like, yeah. 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 all right, put me on camera. Yeah. Looks good. <laughs> I would have believed it if I saw it on TV. Everything cool. on TV is true. What a fool. It's uh, amazing. It's genuinely amazing. This is the leader amazing. of the world. I, I, in all seriousness, yeah. if he's willing to lie about this little tiny narcissistic thing that he is so easy to go back on, right? So a couple of weeks ago on yeah. the show, and I'm not, I don't want, I'm not going to pick on Tom because this happens to me all the time, but it's just something that popped into my head. Sure. Recently, Tom made a mistake about a, a, a miles per hour yes. that a missile went. Right. We got an email that said it wasn't that miles per hour. The next week you said, yep, sorry, my, my brain did math wrong. Whoopsie. It's actually one order of magnitude less than that. <laughs> yeah. And then that was the end of the story. That's literally it. Right. You said, whoops, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. How fucking hard. It wasn't hard at all. No. It was literally the easiest thing in the world to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to say that. You know what? I, I meant to say this. He could have just said, you know, I was, you know, I'm the president of the United States. I'm a little busy. Once in a while, I mess up the states down there. You know, <laughs> right. once in a while, I'm like, oh man, I, I meant to say Georgia. I said Alabama. I'm very, very sorry. You're yeah. all interchangeable. Easy. <laughs> None of you can read anyway. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be yeah. a problem. Uh, don't worry. I've cinched both of those states. <laughs> I don't care about you anymore. You guys are all in the losing the Civil War yeah, exactly. area, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, I'm with you guys. Like to back away from that, all you could, all you would have been like, you know what? I'm so glad you've been mistaken. Our friends in Alabama are going right? to be fine. We're oh my praying. God. How well, easy is like, that? You just, you don't even have to explain why you were wrong. Cause it's just understood that sometimes it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. And in this case, to be grateful, to be wrong, it's a good thing to be wrong about. Yeah. Hey, y'all are safe. I think I said that right for you guys in yeah, Alabama. Right. But it's so, you're right. It's so easy. It's right. so easy to just, just say, yep. I, you know, messed up. Sorry about that. Moving on. But he's such a fucking raging narcissist. He has to go out, have them come to his office. He's got to have a little, let me play meteorologist for a few minutes and fucking stand in front of my maps and fucking circle something. Yeah. Could you imagine how much he's lying to us on other shit and how much he will lie to us? He's already proven oh, yeah. it about China. He's willing to lie to us about that. We've been getting this big report the entire time he's been president, the job growth, job growth, job growth. I'm starting to question whether or not that's true, right? I know that there, I've, I've seen a couple articles that their numbers aren't right, that they've been saying they've been adding hundreds of thousands to some of those Jesus numbers, Christ. right? So I, 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 I heard a report and I don't know, I think it was on the daily or something where they said that they were adding numbers to that, that to the jobs, to numbers? the jobs numbers. Holy so shit. They're already like they, if they're willing to lie, if he's willing to lie about this, He's, he's almost yeah. certainly willing. And I know people are going to send us the message to be like, it's actually against the law to alter a web, weather map. I don't know if you saw this. They well, were it's saying- It's against the law to do lots of shit yeah. he does. He's but constantly flooding this the guy, law. This guy could fucking, they could have found a dead body in his room and a gun on his <laughs> desk and it wouldn't fucking <laughs> matter. Wouldn't make any the Sharpie and the fucking map doesn't matter yeah. either, folks. Right. This game of Clue, yeah. like this is yeah. like, it's like Trump yeah. with a Sharpie in the National Weather yeah, Service. Exactly, like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Shit. On the Resolute desk, right? yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Chris, Dick Berger, Michael, <laughs> Rachel, Peter, Boof, Doggy Dog, <laughs> Andrew, and Cade. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. You guys are the ones who pay Ian's salary. So thank you very much. 
We got a message from Adrian and Adrian sent us a uh, video that we've seen many times. It's a Garfunkel and Oates song called The Loophole. It's about, uh, well, I'll just let you watch it. It's on this week's show notes. If you haven't seen it, we had seen it many times, Adrian, but thank you very much for sending it in. Got a message from Elvis and Elvis said uh, that he he was he liked our, when we talked about uh, trickle down economics, but he said that um, we did skip over an important factor. Corporations and their billionaire helmsmen do reinvest a shit ton of money, but they are investing it in technologies that reduce human employment. And that's what Andrew Yang's been saying a lot. Like, right. He's been saying like, we're taking away jobs by replacing them. And he's, he's been saying that much. Yeah, a lot. And, and let's be clear, they do that because at the end of the day, they spend less money. So it's less of an investment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like no one invests more money in technology because they want to spend the same amount. Right. They're investing this money because they, they want to realize a savings and any savings is less money into the company. Yeah, yeah. We got a long message about trickle-down economics from Suzanne, but Suzanne also mentioned, she says, on the issue of Malort, Ugh. I think the name is a Swedish variant of Malort, and I'm saying Malort here, but it's actually pronounced Melert. <laughs> that was very nicely done. <laughs> this is uh, kind, and she says it's, it's a kind of schnapps. Made by putting in putting the plant millet in forty percent alcohol for a while. Millet is uh, <laughs> I could listen to you do that is, all day. Is what I would categorize as a weed and thus easily available, and it's delicious when part partook under the northern lights. I will say this: if it tastes like the absolute most bitter thing in the universe, then yes, it might be. But uh, take radicchio and basically turn <laughs> that into an essence and that's Malort. Millard. Oh, it's like, it's like arugula it booze. Is, it is. It's so bad. That, I, I will tell you this, and someone even posted on somewhere to be like, fuck, I got to buy some of this stuff now. You no, don't need to buy no. it. And if you guys ever come to Chicago and we're at a bar, we will buy you shots of Malort. Like All the, the time. Glory Hill Studios will buy shots of Malort. For people. You can't get drunk off it because you can't have yeah, two. Yeah, because you can't. You won't do two. No. You won't do two. No, you can't. It's like those, those fucking poison the, candies oh, those, that you those got salt over licorice? here. The salt, yeah. yeah. I don't think, I think doing two of those is. Mm. Which would you rather do? A shot of Malort or one of those poison candies? I do one of those poison candies in a second. Would you? In a second. I would drink a, a glass of Malort. In a second. One of those poison ice. candies. I would fucking t stick two of those poison candies up oh. my nose. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Malert is the worst thing I've ever had. Is it? Fuck that. Is it the worst thing Fuck you've ever had? Fuck that shit. I'm, you know, I imagine that there's worse shit out there. Yeah. Um, I heard a story of those balut or whatever those things are. Oh, those I, I know someone who ate two of them oh, just to make sure he didn't like them. Yeah. Just to make sure he didn't like them. But he said they were genuinely, and this is a guy who, he has a cast iron stomach. And he said he was heaving afterwards. Oh. It was the worst. So there's a couple things in there, out there that I'm sure are way, is way worse and I would not try. Right. There's been stuff that that Andrew Zimmerman guy or whatever his name is right. that fucking chokes down like a fucking donkey dick or whatever. I'm like, I would never, like there's a million things he eats that I would I never even try. I had a bowl try. of squid eyeballs. Well, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to eat this handful of maggots. You're like, cool <laughs> story, bro. But that's not for me. I had a hubcap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't stop him from eating things. He's like chewing on the sidewalk. You got to pull him away like a dog. Wi-Fi router. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's shitting out gold nom, wire. Nom, nom. Yeah. But yeah, like that, I'm sure that there's, you know, there's worse stuff. But for me, that was, it's one of those things that like left a searing impression in my brain of yeah. like how terrible it was. I was going to, is it the worst, worst thing you've ever eaten? What do you, it, it could be. Is it? I, can't, I think it might be. You know, I've had, 
you know, throughout my life, I might have had something that was rotten too. Like I might have accidentally right. eaten something that was rotten. But I think it was the only thing I've ever eaten that was meant to be something that you consumed <laughs> that I didn't accidentally consume. Like I might have drank straight a sterno when I was a kid too, or something. Like <laughs> right? That. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know like what I mean? A, like, like a B in your yeah, Pepsi exactly. Or yeah, whatever right? it is. Like yeah, it's not supposed to be there. This stuff you're like actually actively trying to put in your body. So I think it was the worst thing that I ever tried to put in my body. Yeah, I think those candies. Yeah, those candies. Those candies the or the unhomogenized goat milk I had to drink as a kid. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I bitch and complain about the eggnog that we have to drink, but it's nothing in comparison. To, to Malort? The, to Malort. It's no, nothing in comparison. I would bathe in it. Yeah. I would rub that shit yeah, all over would, myself yeah. and drink in the comparison, bath water. In comparison, <laughs> yeah, nothing. No. So we got a couple of messages about the Jewish population. Um, this one's from Hebrew Hooligan, which is a, a great name especially about this topic. And uh, he, it, this this source says that we're about 9.5 million in uh, Europe at the time of the, the start of 1933. But when we found out and we did some research the other day, 1933, it doesn't sound like they started killing people until much later. Yeah. So that's one source. And there's another source um, that we got too. This one is a much longer email. And this one's from Dave. And Dave says that um, that he found Dave's source in PF in PDF. The world population uh, was 1.6 million or six billion in 1900, not uh, 1.38 billion. And he says the Jewish population in 1900 was 10 million, 10.6 million. Yeah, and 1939 is the beginning of the Holocaust. Yeah, so that's what this that's right. what a source comes out here. This is a right. different source, another source. So again. It's more than what he said. That your, your math checks, it turns out. So yeah, that's there's a couple of people who send in messages to basically say his math is wrong. Yeah, he's just reading an old book, and we said it's it's just an old book. It's not he. It's just him being a douchebag about it. Got a message. Um, this is from Cassandra, and she said, uh, "Just letting you know, replacing Paul Revere was particularly funny since uh, he himself was the replacement for a real hero of that story." And uh, she sent a wiki article for Samuel Prescott, which we might actually do on Citation Needed now. Now it, it makes me think I it's might want to do uh, do a, a thing about Samuel Prescott on Citation Needed. We got a bunch of messages about our website. It appeared that the uh, download button wasn't available on mobile. It currently is available on mobile now. So we changed the code. I didn't do it. I've hired a smart person to do it <laughs> and they did it. And so the code has been changed. It should be available on mobile. Now the download link should be available. Someone made a, a video, and I don't know if they made it in direct correlation to what we did, but this is certainly talking about the topics we talked about last week with uh, the gay teaching. Um, this is, Josh sends this to us. It's a short video uh, skit that they put together. It's actually a pretty funny they skit. It's actually really it. funny. Yeah. Um, so we're going to post it on this week's show notes. This is, uh, this is episode 486. We got a message from Aaron and Aaron said that uh, they just listened to episode uh, 485 and they wanted to share their personal encounter with a gendered bathrooms thing. They managed a cafe and it was a board game shop and a coffee shop in Minnetonka, Minnesota. I never heard of Minnetonka, but anyway. Uh, yeah, probably, but I mean, to be fair, yeah, no one's ever heard of most of Minnesota. Yeah, so it's probably by a lake though. In any case, <laughs> um, they said they had three single-use restrooms 
one of which was accessible to wheelchairs. So naturally, we decided to come up with our own signs, a robot, an octopus, and a dinosaur in a wheelchair. That's so great. <laughs> this is one of the favorite things was watching people approach the bathrooms, look from one bitch to the next in confusion, then just give up and pick one. And that's amazing. <laughs> that's my favorite shit. You just walk up, you're like... Yeah. I gotta have eight dicks yeah. to go in this one. Whoa! <laughs> have you ever seen the? There's a really funny. Um, there's a guy, an amputee, is standing outside of a bathroom, and he's looking between the men and the women, and he's standing there with his crutches, and he's got one leg, and he's looking between the men and the women, and the men has two legs, but the women, if you look, it looks like it has one leg. So he's trying to decide. He's looking back and forth, trying to decide which one is his. It's actually, really funny. So, anyways, thanks for sending that in, Aaron. So if you missed our live stream, um, this will release on Monday. So you, if you are hearing this now and you ha aren't, a, aren't a patron, you definitely missed our live, live stream unless you remembered it from last week. But if you are a patron, you will be able to catch us to, uh, uh, probably tomorrow. I'm presuming this will release on Saturday. You'll be able to catch us on Sunday at 2 p.m. Yep. Central time. Yep. We're going to be doing some fun stuff, having a full live stream. It's going to be a great time. So you're going to stick around and hang out with us. If you missed it, you can always catch it on YouTube. Um, we'll be doing a, a full review, a full ranking of the Democratic candidates on that live stream. So you're going to want to join us or at least go back and watch it later. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.